Welcome to My Business Playbook, where we pull back the curtain on the steps and missteps of successful people. You'll hear a raw and unfiltered play-by-play of what's worked and what hasn't, giving you helpful advice and insights so you can build your dream business. I'm your host, Laura Higgins, and this is My Business Playbook. Well, hello and welcome back to My Business Playbook. It is so good to be with you today. Today's episode is a quick win episode. I love these episodes because they're where you're going to get rapid fire business advice from me to you. It's like a business pep talk. The We try to keep these really short and concise and punchy so that you can take something really good away and you can action it in your business. We are all about taking imperfect action here at Lala Social Club and here at My Business Playbook. So our goal is that you would action these so that you can see some quick wins in your business. Is that all good? I hope so. Now, today we're talking all about committing to growth in your small business. Now, this might sound like, I mean, of course I want to grow my business. Like what kind of question is this? But I think a lot of the time what can happen is we can think, yeah, I want to grow my business. But when we're wearing all the hats, when we're the salesperson, we're the marketing person, we're the technician, we're the person who actually delivers the product or the service. We're also thinking about how do we like manage our books? How do we do all this other stuff? It's easy to kind of put growth on the back burner because you're already at your capacity. So I really wanted to share just a few quick mindset shifts that I would love for you to make if you consider growth a really important part of your business. Now, recently I sent out an email and part of what sparked this thought process for me was I sent out an email to a portion of our email list, uh, a segment, I should say, of our list. And it was inviting people into this new program that we're putting together, a new group coaching program. And there's a few like criteria for who's a good fit for this program. And one of the criteria was that you you have to be earning $5,000 a month in revenue, month to month. Uh, and the reason for this is we just want to work with people. We don't want to work with people who are just starting out. We want to work with businesses who've been in it for one, two, maybe three years and are, and are a bit more established. So that was kind of our point of reference there. So I sent out the email and I got a response from someone that really kind of gave me an insight into how we perceive growth. And, you know, this is totally fine. I I love getting responses to our emails and a lot of people replied and were like super keen for what we're putting together. But this one person wrote back and they said, I'm not earning $5,000 a month, uh, but if I were, I wouldn't invest in coaching. And usually, you know, if if I get a response like that, I I kind of would just go, oh, that's all good. I'm just not even probably going to (laughs) respond. But I thought, do you know what? This is actually something in me was like, do you know what? I am going to respond to that because I feel like the idea of growth in business, like that is the end game. It doesn't mean scale, but it means, it doesn't always mean scale. It can mean scale, but growth is what running a business is. That is our metric of success. It doesn't mean that you are hustling. It doesn't mean that you are overworked, but I think if we're not growing, as businesses, then I do wonder why are we doing it? And so 
I had this kind of exchange with this person via email and I said, hey, look, I'm curious, like, why is that? Like $5,000 a month, if you hit that target, that would be enough for you and you wouldn't want to grow anymore. And they wrote back and they were like, no, well, if I had, if I was making $5,000 a month, I wouldn't need a coach because I already know what I'm doing and I don't need essentially to improve. They didn't say the word improve, but that's what I inferred from it. And I, (laughs) then I wrote back again and was like, hey, like, I actually fundamentally disagree. And so I was like, actually, like, we have always, I personally, and like our business has always invested in coaching and in learning because we're serious about growth. And I totally, like, for me, I'm like, you know, you've got to do what you want to do. And you've got to do what feels right for your business at the time. It's not about investing in my program. It's not about that at all. It's actually just about a mindset thing. If you are not committed to growth, then I wonder, are you committed to your business? Because healthy things grow. And I think it's really important that we understand when we are building a business, where we're in this startup phase, we need to think about growth. We need to pursue growth both both personally and also professionally in our business. Anyone who's run a business for a while knows that one of the biggest personal development exercises you can do is start a business. Anytime someone starts a business, I'm like, oof, you're going to have fun, my friend. You're going to learn a lot and it's going to be a steep learning curve. You're going to have to figure some stuff out. You're going to have to learn so many different skills than what you thought. When we start a business, we're good at a technical skill, right? You might be a photographer, you might be a designer, you might be, you might have products that you've created, but that doesn't mean that you're good at business. So what I really want to talk about today, I want to just give you three key takeaways, three mindset shifts so that you can build a healthy and growing business. I hope that that's okay. And I'm just going to be very direct in this conversation because I really believe that if you if you can market your business, you can grow your business. And I really believe that if your business is not growing and if you as the founder are not committed to growth, my concern is that you won't see success in your business. That's my that's my kind of preface to all of this. And I want to say as like a little disclaimer, you get to define what growth is. No one else can define what growth is. No one else can define what your business trajectory is. It is 100% your decision where you take your business. At the very same time, it's 100% your responsibility. It's no one else's responsibility. No one else can grow this thing but you. No one else can hold this thing back but you. So it's really about taking extreme ownership of our business and going, okay, I get to set the direction of this. I'm the architect of this business. I get to decide how it's going to look. I get to decide who I get to work with. I get to decide how many days I want to work, how many hours I want to work. It is actually, it's your business. So if you feel like you're a slave to your business or you're a kind of getting dragged along by your business and you're not in the driver's seat, then this is for you because now is the time for you to take ownership and control of the 
direction, the objectives, the vision of your business. And that is my rant over. Not really. I've got three points. (laughs) So my three big points for you today, really, really quickly. The first is if you want to grow, if you want to commit to growth, the first thing is you need to stop thinking like a technician and start thinking like an entrepreneur. What I mean by this is when you start your business, you are good at your particular thing. It's like Liam Neeson in Taken, right? I shared this with our masterclass. You have a particular set of skills and I'm assuming it's not chasing people down and killing them. That would be kind of hectic and I hope that that's not your skills. But you've started a business because you have skills in an area, right? You have a passion in an area, but that doesn't mean that your job ends there. An entrepreneur kind of realizes, okay, I'm good at this particular thing and this is our service or this is our product and I'm going to work out that there are so many other elements to running a successful, healthy business. Sales, marketing, finances, operations. There are so many other elements that make a business work. So instead of just getting kind of putting the blinkers on and just thinking about your technical skill, I want you to open up, zoom out for a second, and I want you to start thinking like an entrepreneur. Entrepreneurs see opportunities. They look ahead. They create vision and then they create strategy to get to the vision. If you don't create the vision for your business, if you don't set the direction, if you don't set the tone, no one else will. I'm going to say that again. If you don't do this, if you don't start thinking like an entrepreneur, start thinking about growth, nobody else is going to do it. It's 100% your responsibility. Cool? So I want you to start investing. It doesn't have to be money. I just want you to start investing your time, start listening to more podcasts, start listening to more books that are about building a successful business. I want you to start, I say listening to books. I mean, I'm an audible person, so I I listen to books, reading books. (laughs) I want you to start investing in in shifting your mindset from, oh, I'm just a creative or I'm just this or I'm, I just have a homeware store. No, you actually, you are an entrepreneur and you need to start thinking like it. You need to start acting like it. There's confidence that comes as we do this. So I want you to invest your time and energy and focus into activities that an entrepreneur would be invested in, right? That could be podcasts. It could be books. It could be courses. It could be investing in experts. It doesn't always have to be money and it doesn't always have to be more programs or any of those things. But I just want you to start dipping your toe into this idea of, okay, I think I'm an entrepreneur now because you are. (laughs) Awesome. Number two, prepare yourself and your business for growth. Michael Gerber, who wrote E-Myth, which is an incredible, it's like a really old school book, but it's incredible. They talk about, he talks about the difference between technicians, managers, and entrepreneurs. And he says this, simply put, your job is to prepare yourself and your business for growth. Your job is to prepare yourself and your business for growth. 
if we're not, if we're so bogged down in the doing and we don't ever take a moment to step out of that and surround ourselves, it could even just be community, surrounding ourselves with others who are doing cool things, who are inspiring, who are in the same lane as us. If we don't step out of the doing and actually think about the growth, remember that we're in the business of growth then it's really, really difficult for us to build a sustainable business. And the fact is, let me pull up one of these stats. More than 20% of small businesses fail in the first year and nearly half of them fail within the first five years. And I don't think it's for lack of talent. I don't think it's because they weren't good at their craft or they didn't have a good product I think a lot of the time it's the focus and the attention we need to place on preparing our business for growth. It could be to do with systems. It could be to do with hiring. It could be to do with mindset, which is my third point that I'm going to get to shortly. One thing I've learned in business is, as I said earlier, it is a personal development exercise. I mean, they should do studies on business owners and how quickly they have to figure this stuff out. And let me tell you, anything that's going on internally, any beliefs that you have about money, about yourself, about the world around you, they're going to show up in the way that you run your business. So if you can actually commit to, okay, I'm going to grow personally, whatever that looks like for you. For me personally, this means... uh, and I'm just being very real, I have to work with my therapist on boundaries because this doesn't, it doesn't serve the business. It doesn't serve my team. It doesn't serve me. It doesn't serve my family. It stitches me up. So I have learned, okay, I need to invest into, into really doing the work in that area. So my question for you is what is that thing, the personal thing, It could be something to do with your personality. It could be people-pleasing. It could be that you don't communicate well or you're unorganized. Whatever that is, it's really important that we take a look at ourselves and and be self-aware and go, all right, I've got to work on these things because I'm preparing my business for growth. It's really, really important that we, we actually take a moment to reflect on what we are good at and equally areas where we can improve. I'm all about playing to your strengths 100%. That is my realm. I am like, I'm going to outsource my weaknesses. I'm going to hire people who are different to me. I'm going to make sure that our, our team feels empowered, all of these things. But at the same time, I still need to work on the things that I'm that are holding me back personally and are holding the business back from growth. Everything we're doing is, is we have to, do the work on ourselves to serve the business and to serve our customers. It's really, really important. And for me, with the reason I talk about that boundaries thing is because I've had to have tough conversations because I haven't been clear. I haven't been clear on the boundaries. And Brene Brown says clear is kind. So for me, it's been this ongoing thing of, okay, how do we do this? How do I un- like unpack and do the work to in spite of my nature, like in spite of kind of who I am and in my, I, I've, I'm a bit of a, I'm a peacemaker. How do I actually 
work through that to become a better person, A, but to become a better leader, a better boss, a better, I don't know, just person in our business community. I think it's really important that we do this work personally. And then it's about actually learning business skills. So marketing, sales, numbers, operations, systems, any of these areas where you feel like you keep hitting roadblocks, that's where we, you need to invest in coaches. You need to invest in courses. You need to invest in upskilling. I love upskilling. And I think there are soft skills that we need to upskill in. And then I think there are just things where we need to go, I need to learn how to just physically do that. I need to YouTube how to do that. So we need to prepare ourselves and our businesses for growth. And I encourage you to read E-Myth if you're looking for a book to start with. The final point is adopt a growth mindset. A growth mindset means that you believe your intelligence and talents can be developed over time. You don't think that they're fixed. A fixed mindset means that you believe intelligence stays at where it is. You have a measure of it. You're smart. You're dumb. Like that's it, you know, and you cannot improve any of those things. It's all about natural talent. So what we need to do is we need to adopt a mindset that says, okay, I don't quite get this yet and I believe that I can develop in this area. It's about lifelong learning. It's about improving. It's about putting in more effort. It's about being okay with failures, being okay with feedback and actually seeking feedback. Oh my goodness, what a big one. It's about viewing other people's success instead of viewing it as, oh, they're taking from me, they're in my zone, they're a competitor and and I'm comparing and, you know, imposter syndrome shows up and all those things. A growth mindset says, oh my goodness, look at how, what they're doing. That's really cool. That's actually, I'm going to be inspired by that instead of being threatened by that. Can you see the difference? So my thought process when that person emailed me and said, well, if I was earning that much revenue, I wouldn't need any coaching. I can see that a person with a growth mindset would, would respond entirely differently. Person with a growth mindset says, do you know what? I can see that if I got to that revenue amount, how cool, I'm going to do the work to keep going. I'm going to do the work to keep learning and to keep upskilling. And I'm, I'm actually going to, I recognize that there will be still, even at that level, there's still going to be things I don't know. And I'm going to, I'm going to be curious about those things and I'm going to learn those things. That's what I want for you. I want you to be someone who has a growth mindset, who, who doesn't just think, oh, I could never do that. I could never do that because I'm not naturally good at it or I'm not, I'm not good on camera or I'm not good at sales or I'm not good at marketing. I'm not good at writing. I'm just going to say, stay in my little safe spot. It's a really small way to show up. It's a really small way to live. And so my encouragement is if you can adopt a mindset that says, do you know what? I don't know this yet. I can't do this yet, but I will learn. (laughs) Being a business owner, being a successful business owner means being curious. It means embracing feedback. It means embracing failure and setbacks. And it also means constantly pursuing learning, constantly pursuing 
being curious about what what do I not know here? What am I not seeing here? What what are some of my blind spots that I don't see? And you know, if you have employees, they're going to show you what your blind spots are and you are going to have to figure them out real quick. <laughs> my big thing in closing, I believe that if your business isn't growing, it's a sign that there's a roadblock whether it's in, in you personally that you need to work through or it could just be more practical than that, that you've hit a ceiling of what you can do on your own and it might be time to start investing in getting some help, getting a VA, getting someone, like employing someone or outsourcing some things so that you've got more capacity to think like an entrepreneur, to set the vision, to grow the business, to focus on sales and marketing because they're the growth activities, right? Right. It's just an opportunity. And if you're here, if you're listening to this going, oh man, I feel a bit like, oh, all of these things, I, I feel that. If you, if you feel a bit like seen right now, <laughs> then I want to encourage you. This is a challenge that you can level up and you can like grow your business and you can build your business with confidence and you can do that. It's just a matter of if you will, if you're willing to do the work. I promise you, if you can adopt that growth mindset, if you can prepare your business for growth and yourself for growth, because if you can grow, your business can grow. It's not just skills. It's actually soft skills and personal development. And if you can stop just being the technician and start thinking more like an entrepreneur, I promise you, you are going to see growth in your business. I promise you. I hope that that is helpful today. That's our quick win. If you love this, please share this episode with a business buddy. If you have found this helpful, then please send me a DM and let me know what has been most helpful today. I hope that you feel inspired and I hope that you feel like you've got a bit of a skip in your step because you can do it. And I want to encourage you, if you can commit to doing one thing this week to grow as a leader, as a business owner, whether it's listening to another podcast, whether it's reading that book. We've got a list of books that we recommend for entrepreneurs. I'll pop that link in the show notes as well. Whatever that looks like, whether it's investing in coaching, investing in courses, whatever, I want to encourage you to think about the trajectory of your business, where you want to go. And then from there, make decisions of, okay, what do I need to do to get there? Cool. I hope that you feel inspired. I can't wait to see how your business grows, how you take this and really run with it in your business. I'll see you same time, same place next week. In the meantime, my friend, go get them.